Hello, everyone. This is the Teaching Service Commission radio teaching program in collaboration with the Ministry of Basic and Senior Secondary Education. My name is Elsie Mae Melanie Buckle, and I am your radio teacher for Maths Lower Primary Grades 1 to 3. Maths lessons will be broadcast every Tuesday from 10 to 11 a.m. and Friday from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Here with me today are Anna Jones and Winifred Farmer. How are you feeling today? Are you ready to learn more about the magical world of numbers? Hello! Yes, I am ready! Today and during the five coming lessons, we are going to review what we have learned on numbers from 1 to 10. Like each lesson, we'll do five activities. Our first will be a mindful moment to get our brains settled and ready to learn. Our second activity will be a number warm-up to practice our counting skills. Our third activity will be a number workout. Today, we're going to review what we've learned so far about numbers from 1 to 10. And our fourth activity will be a brain break to rest and reset ourselves. Our fifth activity will be a surprise this week. We will conclude with some homework. For today's class, you need a notebook, a pencil, and your counters. If possible, take more than 10 counters. You can also draw dots on your paper if you do not have counters when you draw quantities from problems. If you have a partner that can sit with you and help you during the lesson, please call them now. Don't worry if you don't have anyone. You will still be able to do all of the exercises. Please gather the materials you need. As a reminder, this lesson is designed for students in lower primary. So, depending on your age, some exercises may seem too difficult or too easy. But do not worry, it is normal. Do your best and be there for all of the radio lessons. It's important for you to progress. Okay, let's get started. Our country is currently fighting the spread of COVID-19, also called the coronavirus. Right now, the government has given us a few rules to follow in order to protect ourselves. Can you tell me one of them? Yes, the government told us to not go to school and to learn from the radio instead right now. Very good. The government has told us to not gather in large groups of people. This includes going to school, church, or the mosque. It is best we stay home right now with our families or with the people who we live with directly. Even though this rule is difficult, we must follow it very closely. You may want to go play with your friends right now, 
but it is important that you stay at home and only play with those who live in your house. Do you understand? Yes. We shouldn't go play with our friends right now. And it is better that we stay at home with the people who live in our house with us. When we stay home with the people who live in our house, we are protecting ourselves from the sickness. I am so happy you are really understanding how important this is. We can protect ourselves and our families by continuing to follow the government's rules. Now, a safe touch is one that makes us feel good, comfortable, or like we have a friend. When coronavirus is finished, we will be able to do safe touches with our friends. But right now, we should avoid all forms of these touches, even though normally they are safe. Can you tell me some examples of a safe touch? Hmm, a handshake, a hug from a friend, a high five or fist bump. Exactly. These are all examples of safe ways to touch once coronavirus is finished. When you receive safe touches, you feel happy, comfortable and good. Sometimes people can use unsafe touches that will make you feel bad. Maybe that means they are hitting you or making you feel pain. Those are unsafe touches. What might you feel inside your body if someone is touching you in an unsafe way? Hmm, I might feel scared, worried, sick and nervous. Exactly. If someone is using an unsafe touch with you, you could feel all sorts of things. Maybe you will feel scared or confused or sad. Maybe your heart will beat fast or you will have a stomach ache. Maybe you will start sweating. Maybe thinking about what happened might make you want to cry. If you are feeling these things, that means you are uncomfortable and should tell an adult you trust right away. Adults should want to protect you, not hurt you. If this happens, you can use the bravery inside of you to talk to someone you trust. You are brave. As always, we're going to start by doing a mindful moment activity. This will help us settle ourselves and get our brains ready to learn. Today, we will do a deep breathing exercise. Are you ready? First, I want you to sit up straight and close your eyes. We are going to take 10 deep breaths together. You could put your hand on your belly so you can feel your breath going in and out. You could put your hand on your heart to feel it beating. Breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth. I will count for us while we breathe. Keep your eyes closed. 
let's start one breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth two breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth three breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth four breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth five breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth six breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth seven breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth eight breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth nine breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth ten breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth great do you feel calmer now than before let's get warmed up today we'll warm up our brains with some counting from zero to ten it means zero one two three four five six seven eight nine ten at the same time we will move some parts of our body for the first movement we will raise one arm on the side 10 times and count at the same time up to 10. Are you ready? Go. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, Ten. Excellent work. Now, for the second movement, we will do the same with the other arm. Ready? Go raise the other arm on the side and count. Zero, one, two, three, four, five, six. Seven, eight, nine, ten. All right. For the third movement, raise your head to the ceiling and look up ten times, counting up each time. Zero, one, two, three, four, five. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Great. Finally, we're going to count from zero to ten and jump on the spot each time. Ready? Go. Zero, one, two, three, four. Five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Great job, warming your brain. 
Now we're going to start our number workout. Do you have your pencil and paper ready? Yes. Do you have your counters? Yes. We have at least 10 counters with us. We are ready. Great. Today we're going to review what we've learned about numbers from 1 to 10. Before we begin, who can remind me what the result of an addition is called? It's a sum. Yes. And the result of a subtraction? It's a difference. Good. Nice memory. Here is the problem of the day. It's a problem about a small train which has several cars. We are going to do different exercises around this train to review the concepts we have seen so far. Albert has a small nine car train at home. Of these nine cars, four are green. The others are black. How many cars are black? I repeat, Albert has a nine-car train at home. Of those nine cars, four are green, the others are black. How many cars are black? I'll let you think about it for a while. And then solve this problem the way you prefer. I drew the nine cars of the train. I make nine little rectangles, one after the other, as if I had a train. You can do it too if you want. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine small rectangles to represent the cars. Now I have to differentiate black and green cars. I know that there are four green cars. I write the letter G for green in the four green cars. One, two, three, four letters G you can also do it at home. One, two, three, four letters G. Now, to get the results, we only need to count the remaining cars. These are the black cars. There are, let's count them all together. One, two, three, four and five there there are five black cars good do you know which operation corresponds to what you did 
four green cars and five black cars give me a total of nine cars in my train it's an addition so the operation must be four plus five equals nine great that's it are you sure of your answer we can check if four plus five makes indeed nine good idea let's all count four plus five together starting from four and adding five four then five six seven it's nine that's nine good job hannah how did you do on your side i use subtraction interesting can you explain more i know that i have a total of nine cars including green and black ones if i remove the green cars only black cars will remain I remove some cars, so I use subtraction. Very clear. And what's the calculation then? I do nine cars minus four green cars, meaning nine minus four, which gives nine. Then it's seven, six, five. I also get five black cars. Congrats! So you both get five black cars, one using addition and one using subtraction. Now let's continue on this problem. Albert would like his train to be more colorful. He wants to repaint the five black cars either yellow or in blue. How can he paint the five black cars using only one color per car? Try to find all the options. I repeat, Albert would like his train to be more colorful. He would like to repaint the five black cars either in yellow or in blue. How can he paint the five black cars black using only one color per car? Try to find all his options. I'll leave you to think about it. So, first of all, have you understood this part? I think so. We have five black cars and we want to repaint them. We have yellow or blue paint and we have to choose how to distribute the two colors. Exactly. I think I'll let you think a bit more. Do you have a first idea? 
I'm going to go back to my drawing from earlier with the five black hairs. To start with, I can paint one of them in yellow. I write the letter Y for yellow underneath one car. I decided that the others will be blue. It's a first case indeed. You got it. How many blue cars do you have in this case? Hmm. I have five black cars minus one which is the yellow one now five minus one makes four so i have four blue cars i agree albert can paint one car in yellow and four cars in blue he can also do the opposite paint one car in blue and four cars in yellow Interesting proposal. Winifred, do you agree that we can paint one yellow car and four blue cars or one blue car and four yellow cars? Hmm. Yes, I think so. In both cases, we have four on one side and one on the other. Four plus one makes five. One plus four also makes five. Exactly. Four plus one is like one plus four. That makes five. So we can break down the five cars into one and four. Now, do you see another solution to paint the five black cars? Earlier, I started with one yellow car. This time, I can paint two cars in yellow. I write the letter Y for yellow under another black car. Now, I have two yellow cars. Let's count the others. The ones we are going to paint in blue, there are one, two, three, I should have three blue cars then. Let's check that two plus three gives five. Two plus three makes two. Then three, four, and five. I agree with you. We can have two yellow cars and three blue cars. In this case, I think we can also have the opposite. Like earlier, two blue cars and three yellow cars in both cases, we have two plus three or three plus two, which makes five. Nice job. You have understood well. Do you see other possibilities? We have made the cases with one yellow and four blue cars. Two yellow and three blue cars. Three yellow and two blue cars. And finally, four yellow cars and one blue car. What can be left? Ha! Maybe I can have five yellow cars. 
That would mean we paint the five black cars in yellow. And therefore, we do not use blue paints because there is no more car remaining. Absolutely. It's possible. Do you know which operation corresponds to this? Hmm. We have five yellow cars and no blue. It must be five plus zero. Five plus zero is five. Fantastic. In this case, we can also paint the five cars in blue and do not use yellow. We still have five plus zero equals five or zero plus five equals five. Congratulations. You found all the possibilities. Well done. Let's finish with a small comparison problem. If Albert paints five cars in yellow, how is his train globally? Then the train will have four green cars and five yellow cars. Exactly. Good memory. Which part of the train is the biggest in your opinion? The green part or the yellow part? Which part of the train is the biggest in your opinion? The green part or the yellow part? I think it's the yellow one because five comes after four. Five is bigger than four. I agree. Five is bigger than four. Good. That's it. Last question. If Albert paints one car in blue and four cars in yellow, what is the order by color in the train from the largest to the smallest? I'll leave you to think about it. If Albert paints one car in blue and four cars in yellow, what is the order by color in the train from the largest to the smallest? green cars one blue car and four yellow cars the numbers are four one and four four and four are the same they are equal four is also bigger than one you are right so we have as many green cars as yellow cars they are bigger than the blue car, which is alone. Good. We say that there is an equality between the green and yellow cars. Repeat after me. There are as many green and yellow cars. We say that they are equal. There are many green and yellow cars. 
We say that they are equal. Congrats! You've been working so hard during our number workout. Let's give our brains a break. Today, I suggest that we do a dance party to relax. I'm going to play music. Let your imagination run and dance to the music. Let yourself be carried away. Let's go. I hope you had a great time. Okay, wasn't it nice to move your body for a bit? Let's move on to the next part. Today and all week, surprise! Instead of the usual challenge, we propose to read you a tale. It is a story that speaks a little bit about mathematics. But it is the, a beautiful story of friendship. Listen and enjoy, and then we'll discuss it. The tale is called The Squire That Wanted to Become a Circle. Put yourself in a comfortable position and listen to what is going on. If you want, you can also draw at the same time. Let's begin. Simon was a square like the others in perfect shape, although he sometimes had a stitch on the side when he went running. In his family, he was said to be upright and had a strong sense of responsibility. Simon lived in Angle Land in a small village of the countryside. Not far away from his village was a king's palace. He was super curious about it and used to try to walk closely with the secret hope to enter. One day, as he approached the king's palace, there appeared a perfect figure playing 
in the large garden. She was Caroline, the daughter of the king. Like her father, she was a perfect circle all round. Usually, she spent most of her time inside the palace and the big and round tower dedicated to her. Her father was scared that something could happen to her and encouraged her to stay inside. But she felt bored and that day she decided to go outside to play with her favorite ball. When Simon saw her, he felt a strong desire to go and play with her. She could share her ball. They could play together. Maybe someday he could also bring a game, like his favorite small train with colorful cars. As he was dreaming, he approached the gate of the palace, still looking at Caroline. But when she saw him, she ran away, going back suddenly to the castle. The circle felt intense disappointment. He had scared her. She ran away as soon as she saw him. Yet, Simon imagined them as good friends, playing, having fun in the big garden, running and creating some new games and stories. She could show him the palace and its secret passages, tell him about its history. They could be happy for the rest of their lives. But I scared her. I'm probably not her taste, not good looking enough, too angular, too sharp for her, maybe, he whined. And yet, Simon is a tender person who knows how to round out the angles. But that won't be enough. He feels it, he knows it. That's all for today. I'll resume in our next lesson, the reading of the adventures of Simon the Squire. Before we conclude, tell me, what shape is Simon? Simon is shaped like a squire. That's it. What does he look like then? Whom a squire is a shape with four sides, all of the same length. Some tables are shaped like squires or some books. Exactly. You've understood. Okay, a more difficult question. What is Caroline's shape? Caroline is a circle. What does she look like then? She's all round. She has no angles at all, like a disc or a soccer ball. Congrats! You've got it.
In our next lesson, we'll know if Simon will succeed in conquering Caroline. That's it for our lesson today. Great work growing your brain. Thank you. Yes, that was fun. Let's correct the homework from the previous lesson. You had to find all the possible combinations with two dice to get five in total. So, what did you do? I looked for the possible decompositions of the number five. If I have the number one on one dice, I have to find out how many are missing from one to five to get the number on the other dice. Let's count. One, then two, three, four, five. I have then four. A dice with one and a dice with four. That will make a total of five. Good solution. Another possibility? Let's say the first dice has two and let's subtract it to the total five to find out how much the other dice needs. Five if I take out two. That makes five then four, three, the other dice must have the number three. Two and three makes five. Excellent. To get five with two dice, there are two possibilities. One and four or two and three. I hope you also found these two solutions at home. For the next lesson, here are the exercises. I will give you two calculations to do and you will tell me which of the two answers is the biggest. Try to write the calculations on your paper as I dictate them. The two calculations are 3 plus 7 then 9 minus 2. The two calculations to write and do are 3 plus 7, then 9 minus 2. Once you have solved them, circle the biggest number. It was a great time with you all. Thanks for your work and your attention. Tune in next time as we continue our review of numbers from 0 to 10. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.